Namaste. I welcome you all, especially those here for the first time. Welcome to this satsang, this gathering, in which we recollect ourselves, we bring ourselves to the center, the sat, the essence of our being, in order to remember who we are, not as egoic bodily beings, but as the spark of the divine, the essence of God consciousness. Life can be thought of as the art of extraction. As a, at a physical level, the body instinctively knows how to extract nutrients from the food that it eats and let go of the rest. It extracts that essence and it grows from that. It takes only that which is pure and powerful. But our minds don't have an instinct to know how to extract the essence. We have to be taught. That's what education should be for. Unfortunately, today it doesn't function that way. It throws in more impurities and garbage and doesn't teach us how to extract them, remove them. But what we learn from yoga, from the science of the extraction of the ultimate essence, is that all growth is about the extraction of that which is pure and meaningful from that which is impure and to be rejected. The wheat extracted from the chaff, as it says in the Bible. We learn to read books and extract the meaning. We learn to interpret dreams and extract their symbolic significance. We learn to look at artwork, artwork and extract its aesthetic essence the meaning of its beauty. We look at nature, we learn to extract the patterns so that we can understand our world and our reality. But unfortunately in this culture we stop there and there are higher levels of extraction that the ancient world and the yogis throughout time have understood because this is where the real education begins. If we think about it, what we refer to as God is the essence of reality. But how do we extract that essence from the gross reality with all of its impurities, distractions, and elements that do not pertain to the pure godliness, the pure spirit of God consciousness? This is what yoga is. the learning how to do this ultimate extraction of the absolute out of the relative. In the same way that you get great uh, artisans who can extract holy essential oils out of the 
gross vegetable matter. In fact, the extraction metaphor of the oil out of the vegetable matter is, is one of those metaphors for God. Christ, Christus, is the anointed one, anointed with the holy oil that is the essence of God consciousness. Or the extraction of perfume, the extraction of the essence. And in India, it has always been used as a very central metaphor, the extraction of the divine nectar, the amrita, the nectar of the gods. But from where do we extract this nectar? It is to be extracted from our own consciousness. That is the only way we will ever know God, by extracting out the pure God presence out of our grosser, impure consciousness. This is what we do in meditation. It's an extraction process. And those who don't know how to extract God out of reality, they call them atheists or agnostics. But it's a skill and an art that must be taught and has been taught through every culture until our most recent one. In the Middle Ages, it was referred to as alchemy. And it's been referred to by many names in every esoteric tradition that has been part of an ongoing lineage, which is referred to as the perennial philosophy. But it has been forgotten. And even though there is plenty of books now available on all of these esoteric traditions, how many of us seriously practice that extraction process and achieve the ultimate essence of God as our own self? Not God as some belief system, not as a myth, not as a creed, not as an other, but as the essence of of consciousness that you are. That's what we're doing here. And sometimes they refer to God as the quintessence, not just the essence, but the quintessence. Quint means five, the fifth essence, the very essence of the essence. Because there are really five stages of this process of extraction. The first stage is fairly common, and psychotherapy deals with that. It's the extraction of the ego out of the family ego system, the differentiation of the ego, the separation. The ego is enredado, right, in all of its networks of family and social relationships. It's entangled, and it cannot know itself because it's so enmeshed with other people, with their demands, their ideas that have been projected into you and you project back on them. And it's a house of mirrors. And so first the ego must be extracted. This is what psychoanalysis achieved. But then what? You, you have an ego that is in itself still an illusion. It's a, a gross form of thoughts and drives, pains, pleasures, confusions defense mechanisms. It's full of impurities. It's not yet the pure essence. 
But it's the first step. Then the second step, this is when the spiritual journey really begins. The extraction of the soul out of the ego. That leaves you with a much more purer consciousness. It leaves you with what is essential to your life, what your life is about, what is its purpose, mission. It becomes stabilized in this world and no longer distracted. And now it can begin to do the real purification, the real extraction at the next level. And this is the key that many people stop at, even religious people stop at soul consciousness, but that's not the essence yet. You know, those who really refine essences, they know that there are grades of refinement, and you pay more and more for the higher grade of refinement, right, until you get the absolutely pure essence of something. So the next step has to be the extraction of the spirit out of the soul. The spirit, or the Atman, we call it. And that gives you the pure self. The self that is unborn. It is not even in this plane. It is already transcendent. It's pure consciousness. Free of the defilements of thoughts and emotions and all negativities and sanskaras, habits, tendencies, attachments that come from the egoic and soul level. Total freedom now at the Atman level. And now the Atman is filled with the light of God. But there's still one more level. If you want the absolute refinement, the absolute purest form of the supreme essence of consciousness that is absolutely cosmic, infinite, transfinite, supreme, you have to extract from the Atman the Paramatman, the essence of the essence. That is the supreme being. And that is the point of emanation from all of the great powers that are possible to us. It's the point of origin of love, of all love, of the supreme light that is responsible for this world even existing. Power of life. The power of healing. The power of truth, knowledge, wisdom. It all comes from this Paramatman, this ultimate source. power of silence in which all negativity, all sin, all impurity is removed and the world can emerge in its restored pristine form. God consciousness has every power. If we refine that conscious energy to its ultimate level of purity. And when you can dwell in that essence, you will experience infinite bliss, unending eternal bliss, and the state of consciousness that is beyond time, beyond space, beyond matter, beyond limitation.
to achieve this ultimate extraction, we must create an apparatus. We must discipline our minds to be able to function, to extract consciousness from the chattering mind that wants to diffuse itself into that phenomenal reality. We must extract ourselves from desires and fears. We must extract ourselves from all of the diversions that the ego mind will try to create. Because as we extract soul and spirit from ego, the ego dissolves. It is pure illusion. And out of that is born the higher and the higher and the higher. So the resistance of the gross level, the negredo, to use the alchemical term, comes from the anxieties at the core of the ego. We mustn't be afraid of those. And when we extract ourselves from those, those anxieties themselves will transmute into the essence of pure divine energy. So how many of you would like to become alchemists tonight? Yes. Good. This is the ultimate alchemy. And this can be done quickly if you are wholehearted in your attempts, in your efforts, sincere, earnest in your desire to be free of the impurities, of the gross consciousness that is in confusion and lack and pain, and enter that ultimate level of bliss. You have the right to do so. It's your birthright, but it takes work. It takes the effort of refusing to be distracted and to keep distilling your consciousness by returning to the ultimate core, the center of silence, of presence, and stabilizing yourself there, cultivating the presence, growing it. And as you do, gradually you will precipitate out of your consciousness a priceless drop of the divine nectar. And then just by experiencing that nectar, the entire world will change forever.